what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, Meredith. How's it going? It's going. It's going. It's a Wednesday, hump day. We're halfway through the week, so I'm excited. You're, you're halfway through the week, but you know, Wednesday is, is always good because it's the day after The Bachelor, and we can uh, uh, share our observations. Yeah, well, you know... I usually like my Bachelor shows to be a bit more lighthearted, funny, goofy, you know, just like a nice break from reality. And last night was not that. Last night was pretty heavy and serious, which which is fine, I guess. It just it, in these quarantine times, it's not really what I needed. Well, I I, I guess one of one of the things that I put down, uh, I just made note of, is that. It just sort of struck me as that there seems to be more honesty and sincerity and and less fakeness on this show than I'm accustomed to. It's like I'm I'm saying what what's going on here? This is not the 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 Bachelor franchise that I'm used to making fun of. What's going on? Yeah, we we have a sincere group of guys, and Tasha is a very good lead and. It's it's not what we're used to when we had four episodes of Claire Crawley, you know, and and last season of Pilot Pete. There's not a lot of sincerity there. So I I was talking to my roommate last night while we were watching it, and I think that these boys are just like super emotional and vulnerable, and it's because of COVID and being in quarantine, and everyone's just kind of like losing their minds a little bit. You, you don't think that guys can be emotional and vulnerable during normal times? You think this is a, a pandemic issue? No, I, I think they can. I just think that this was a bit more than we've ever had before. And it was all in front of each other, most of it. And that I don't think that's very typical. I think that now that we're in the quarantine, there's just no rules. There's no new, there's no norms. There's no, this is regular. It's everything's out the window. I, I'm, I'm sure that contributes to it, but uh, these guys are, are living on a resort. They seem to, compared to the rest of the world, they seem to be having a pretty good life there and that they're not having to wear masks. They're, they're theoretically all safe and disease-free. So so I don't know. I, I, I think it might be a combination of a, a bunch of good guys. I'm sure a little bit of uh, throwing a little bit of pandemic and, and a, a very – a good bachelorette who seems she just seems great, you know. So they're all they're all into it. Seems good. Okay, well, let's get started. Okay, I'm going to start with some highs. My first high, I think it's a high. It, it changed a little as the show went on, but JoJo Fletcher taking over for Chris Harrison as our host of the show. Uh, Chris Harrison had to leave to go take his son to college, which is a very normal dad thing to do. And we got to see Jojo come in and she's a big fan favorite. She is still engaged to the winner of her show, Jordan Rogers, Aaron Rogers, little brother. And um, she wouldn't have been my guess for who they would pick to take over for Chris, but I think she did a decent job. However, I kind of felt like almost a little bit, on edge without Chris Harrison being there. 
Well, here's the thing. I don't know JoJo from a hole in the wall, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not as dedicated a fan as you. So when she came in, I didn't know who she was. I'm always a little bit suspicious when someone brings in the champagne for breakfast. I, I, I know that mimosas are okay, but that makes me a little bit suspicious there. And and I hate to say it, but I was missing Chris Harrison. You know, I, and maybe it's it's. You know, because I have my dad appreciation for taking a kid to college, or it might have been just the way he was hanging with Ed last week that uh, I really enjoyed. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, I was, I was, I was missing Chris Harrison. I I was kind of missing him too. Like I was excited to see JoJo. I think it's exciting that they're trying new things out with the show. Um, but when when JoJo came in to tell the guys that there was going to be a little two-on-one date between Bennett and Noah before the cocktail cer- like before the rose ceremony. She like she just seemed a little uncomfortable and out of her element. There was a lot of talking with the hands and she Chris Harrison just seemed much like a much more calmer presence to me. Well, it seemed like she came in thinking she was going to be the detective to crack this case and she wanted to know what was going on and you know Bennett puts on his I don't know, there's no tension here look and uh she she didn't seem to really uh, get very far in the investigation. Yeah, that's true. So. I, I I like JoJo. I thought it was exciting to see her. It, it was just like a nice a nice reprieve from what we normally see on the show, which was kind of a theme throughout the night. Well, I I, I have to admit that I I had the, the lack of Chris Harrison being a low light, but. Um, I'll 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 do my best to give JoJo a chance there. One of one of my highlights, Franco the photographer. He has a lot of flair. I enjoyed Franco the photographer who was taking pictures of I guess Zach and Tasha in wedding gowns and and uh, tuxedos. And I was thinking, I really liked his shorts. And Christmas is coming up. Maybe you could uh, look into that for me. I'm going to say no on that one. No? No. I did not pay too much attention to Franco the photographer. I was more confused by the date as a whole, which I put as a low. I mean, Tasha's over here having a mental breakdown, being like, you know, I've done this whole wedding pictures before, and I hope I can make some better memories this time. And I'm like, girl, maybe you should just wait and do it with the guy you actually end up marrying, not the guy, not not when you still have 10 plus guys hanging around for you. Like, why are you having a mental breakdown? You probably okayed this date. Well, I I, I must say that she looked rather stunning in 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 the first wedding dress. So um, I no, thought she... that it was very bland. I think that most of her cocktail dresses are much better. Because I, I, I have a, a comment, what the heck are all the outfits they're wearing? They looked ridiculous in half of them. And all of the still shots of the quote-unquote photos that we got to see were so bad. It looked like someone took them on like an old Razor flip phone. You, you don't have appreciation for good uh, photography, I think. And, and uh, I, you know, some of the ones that they ended up in did seem silly. But I thought the first outfits they came out, I thought, I thought were were very very nice. Although I thought Zach's pants looked a little bit too long, and I, I it made me wonder: Do you think if Zach actually was getting married, do you think he would shave? It just sort of struck me that he needed a shave there uh, uh, when he was doing his pictures in his tux. Well, 
he shouldn't be wearing a white jacket either. I'm not going to be getting married to anyone wearing a white jacket. That's just not not a good look for me. Okay, good to know. Okay. Do you have any other highs? Well, I, I, I know at some point we're going to discuss the whole uh, art class date, group date thing and, and the way the guys brought it. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know when you want to ex- discuss it, but I, I certainly was was taken aback by their, their honesty and sincerity there. Well, I put as a high the beginning part of the date. Like, what's worse, the drawings this week or the love songs they made last week? Because I was just amused with them trying to be artsy. We got to see them draw. got to see them do clay. We got to see Bennett steal Noah's seat and then make out with Taisha while everyone's blindfolded. And we got to even see Bennett do some needlepoint. I, he, Bennett was giving us a lot during that date. Yeah, but I thought that I thought the the kissing the blindfolded girl. I I felt that was sort of inappropriate. I thought it was funny because I don't know if Tasha knew who she was kissing. Well, I, I, you know, that's, and I don't think that's good for Tasha. She shouldn't just be kissing anyone who comes up to her who's blindfolded when she's blindfolded. I don't, I didn't like it. I was amused by it, and I, I struggled to find a lot of highs, so I gave that a high. Well, I, 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 I was impressed by their sincerity and honesty when they. Uh, presented, you know, what would they call the last part where they were all showing more about themselves through art or whatever? I, I, I thought that the, I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah. Should, should we just go ahead and get into that? I, where do you have it? Well, I don't have the whole thing to talk about. I have specific points. Like I, I would like to talk about Ben. Let's talk about Ben. So recently on TikTok, I have found Ben's gym and they post a lot of videos of him working out. And I'm now like a really big Ben fan. And I put as a low Ben getting naked. And I went, I think he's a total stud muffin. Don't get me wrong. But I need to take you through the process of how I felt last night watching this show. Because I was very confused. You know, all the guys are trying to express themselves. And Ben keeps, we keep getting these confessionals where he's like, I have so many feelings and emotions. I just don't know how to express them. And so he ends up stripping. And I'm like, what the heck is this kid doing? Like, this is the exact opposite of showing your feelings and emotions, being like, here's my body. It's for you. Like, how does that equate to showing your emotions. Like it just didn't seem that raw and vulnerable, especially when your body looks like it was shaped by a Greek God and we could grate cheese on your abs. Well, I'm I'm glad that you see that as a low light. I I almost got the sense of he was watching the other guys present, I would say legitimate artwork, but, but more thoughtful art uh, and, and thoughtful ways to express themselves to Tasha and was sort of looking at his where he probably had drawn some stick figures or something he was saying I got a problem here uh, I'm going Hail Mary I'm I'm going to come up with something else and that's what he came up with well my tune kind of changed on it though after like during the cocktail party after the date when he opens up to Tasha about how he had an eating disorder for multiple years and it kind of clicked with me I'm like 
oh, that makes sense why like him showing his body now, it's his vulnerability because that was such like a difficult thing for him growing up. You know, he said he realized that like girls didn't like chubby boys. So he was bulimic and had an eating disorder. And it kind of clicked to me and I was like, okay, I respect him more now for getting naked for him showing like, this is my vulnerability. But when you don't know that at first, it comes across kind of douchey. Yeah, I I guess to me, he would have been a more vulnerable naked guy if he was still had a little bit of chub to him. You know, I mean, uh, I, to me, it's sort of uh, showing off the goods a little bit there. Well, I mean, he's probably proud of overcoming his eating disorder. And I mean, he looks, he looks pretty good to me. So, I mean, if you, I'm not going to stop him from showing it off. Well, and, and, and doing it in front of the other fellows, that, it, was, it was quite the interesting dynamic. Yeah, the whole time, you know, we saw that the commercial like coming up next and we see like Ben getting naked and the whole time all these guys are talking about their past and how things have been difficult for them growing up. And I'm like, how does Ben end up naked here? I just don't get it. And if if we had understood that he had an eating disorder first, I think it would have made more sense to me. But I... It was a process of getting on board with Ben's nudity. Well, and and I think that going into it, I when they came into that group date and there were two naked models intertwined, uh, I feared the worst that uh, it was just going to be uh, another beefcake show. So I guess the fact that we just had one of them naked is a win. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about the guys in that date? No, I don't think I do. Other than I, you know, they're, they, they seem very sincere and vulnerable. So kudos to them. Yeah. Kudos to them. Do I, we kind of skipped around. Did you have any other highs that you want to talk about since I've already gotten into my lows? No, no. I, you know, the, the, the other major low that I've got is uh Tasha's breakup plan with easy. I also have that. And, and, you know, and, and, um, you know, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about easy later, but if you're going to break up with the, the poor guy, break up with him, don't go on a, a date with him and, and hang out and say, Oh, we, we, we've got this energy together and then ditch him. I just, uh, I didn't like the way that her plan went there. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Well, I kind of get the feeling that the date itself went really well. You know, their like little haunted house trip that they went on together. I think Tasha enjoyed it. I think Tasha likes spending time with him. I think that, no pun intended, she finds it easy being around him, doesn't have to try that hard. But then they sit down at night and he's like, oh, I'm falling in love with you. And she's like, ah, crap, I don't feel that way. I think that if he had kept that to himself, he would still be here. I think he threw his cards down too fast. So I I just got the impression that uh, that was her her plan all along for the evening was that uh, easy was going home. See, I, I disagree. I, I only saw it coming once we, um, you know, panned over to the guys back at home being like, Oh, I'm not worried about easy. Like he and Tasha have the most natural chemistry. 
And that's when I was like, oh, he's leaving. But I didn't see that happening during the haunted mansion date part. I I just think that he came on a little too strong and Tasha knew that he wasn't top four for her. But I think that if he had kept his cards closer to his chest, he could have stuck around for a bit longer because she did have fun with him. Like, I think that she would keep easy over Ed or Blake or Spencer anytime. But since he's like, oh, I'm already falling in love with you. She's like, you got to get out of here then because I'm not going to feel the same for you ever. Okay. Well, well, maybe. I don't know. I I. I sort of felt like it was her plan the whole time, but who knows what goes on in a bachelorette's head. That's fair. Do you have any other lows? I think we, we sort of touched on them. I, I wasn't a fan of Jojo, the detective, um, uh, but uh, no, that was, that was about it for me. Okay. Let's talk about the right reasons. I, it's hard to like pick a specific person or anything. I just thought that most of the guys did really well this week with opening up about their past. You know, we already talked about Ben, but Zach opened up about his past on his one-on-one date, how he wasn't feeling well, found out he had a brain tumor, had to get surgery to remove his brain tumor, ended up, you know, drinking a lot, becoming an alcoholic, getting a DUI, going through a divorce being in rehab for four and a half months, and now he's on the board of that rehab. I was just very impressed that he was willing to open up about all of that on national TV and just be like very genuine and sincere and relatable with all of like the things that you've experienced in your life. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and yeah, as, as I was saying when we started, it just feels like, in previous shows, in, when when the Bachelor or Bachelorette would say, "Oh, I want to know all about you," someone would say, "Oh, my pet rabbit died when I was six years old, and I've been scarred ever since." And and the conversations on this show seem much more real and serious and significant. I agree. the The men, I think Tasha's got a good group of men. I do too. I I, I think she's going to have. There, 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 there are some that can still be uh, taken out of the herd there without too much thought, but she's. I think she's going to have some tough decisions to make down the road. I agree. And 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 with all that said, I you know, I thought I thought Zach deserves to be there for the right reasons. He seems to be there for the right reasons, but I, I keep coming back to thinking that he's he's uh, playing above his weight class here. When I when I I you know, he seems like a very nice guy. Um, but I'm just not sure he's going to be there in the end. Yeah. I mean, if I were Tasha and I have a guy like Zach and who has like a very rough past and it's amazing that he's come so far, but then you have a guy like Ivan who doesn't have as rough of a past that she can relate to on being like, you know, mixed race and all of that that they went through last week on their one-on-one, I feel like I would be leaning more towards the Ivan road than, than the Zach road. I, I, I agree. And, and, um, you know, and, and Zach's not an unattractive guy, but I don't think he's the most attractive guy there. And, and, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's sort of the, 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 the Jersey guy, you know, and, you know, 
I was actually born in New Jersey too, but um, he just doesn't seem to fit in to the, the, the typical candidate there. But maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? Tasha Tasha seems pretty open-minded and she seems to have a good head on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other right reasons to chat about? No, I had Zach and, uh, and, and that was about, that was about it for me. I mean, I, I appreciated also not Ben taking his clothes off, but at least sharing uh, his background and, and eating disorder. And uh, you know, so I, I again, just uh, appreciated the, appreciated the honesty. I, I agree. Now let's get into the drama with the wrong reason. I, I'm assuming that Bennett is also your wrong reason because he's a freaking douchebag. <laughs> well, I have two, and Bennett is certainly the big one. Um, uh, he's certainly he's arrogant, he's condescending. He he strikes he strikes me as more the 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 judgmental uncle that comes to the holiday dinner, who's just uh, you know discussing the shortcomings of people as opposed to a potential boyfriend. Yeah, he, he condescending is definitely the word that I get from Bennett. Like to me, Noah really doesn't seem that immature. And it always seems like Bennett's the one starting all of their fights. He's the one making the little comments and he's the one bringing a gift to Noah during their two-on-one date with a book on emotional intelligence and and saying, you know, there's four types of emotional intelligence, like self-awareness, self-management, relationship management, emotional management, and you're deficient in three out of the four. It is super condescending. But at the same time, when he was giving Noah this gift, I almost felt like in his weird Bennett way, he was trying to be sincere. And it just came off super condescending to like a normal person. But in the moment, I almost, I kind of felt like he was he was like, I'm genuinely like, I want to help you become a better man. And it's just, he went about it the wrong way. Uh, I think you're giving him too much credit. I think he was being a jerk and, and, and maybe there was a little bit of sincerity there. Uh, you know, we have our, our uh, bachelorette cliffhanger uh, with uh, Tasha there at the end with Noah and Bennett and asking what's in the box you never saw the movie Seven with Brad Pitt, did you? No idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, you know, for our listeners out there that did, I, it sort of struck me as him, Brad Pitt, saying, what's in the box? What's in the box? But I won't, I won't destroy that uh, movie for people that haven't seen it. But, uh, you know, what, I, you're, you're, the mom was asking me what I thought would happen and, and, and who would go home or would they both go home. And, and I'm putting my odds at 50% Bennett goes home. Thirty percent, they both go home, or twenty percent, Noah goes home. Where are you at? Well, I don't like these percentage games you keep playing with me, but I think that Bennett's screwed. You know, if he, I think with Tasha being like, "What is that present?" and Bennett's going to have to be like, "Oh, this is me being a dick to Noah." So I, I think that Bennett's gone. What do you do? You think Noah will survive? Yeah, I think so. She's. I think she has fun with Noah. I think. I think he'll stick around. But I, I think I would be shocked if Bennett stays. Well, I. I don't think he's screwed. I think he screwed himself. I think uh, he's. If he goes home, he's getting what he deserves. 
Yeah, I agree. So second wrong reason. Well, so here's my other wrong reason. Hot take. Wrong reason. I put down easy in that I, I think he is just the nicest guy that's been on this show that I can remember. Um, but he just feels a bit hollow. And, and I almost got the sense that he might miss hanging out with the guys at the house more than he's going to miss hanging with Tasha. And maybe that's because that's, you know, he's not had a lot of time with Tasha. I don't know. We've just seen him in the house, but he just seems like a real cool, fun guy to hang out with. I'd like to hang out with him. You know, let's go drink a beer. So, uh, I, I, but, but I, but I never really got the sense that he, there was a lot of substance there uh, when it came to Tation. And as you were saying, maybe he was, you know, he went to the knee jerk. I'm falling in love with you. And um, now, are you really, how, how well do you know this person? Uh, so anyway, although, you know, respect to easy, like him, would love to hang with him. I thought wrong reason for easy. Okay. I can see that. However, I feel like maybe he just didn't have, he wasn't given the same opportunities as the rest of the men this week to open up about like their deep, dark pasts and vulnerabilities. Cause he's like on a, a date where Tasha's just trying to scare the crap out of him the whole time. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. And, and, um, he hasn't had those opportunities. I, who knows if he would have been able to capitalize and, and uh, open up a bit. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll miss easy, but you, you think we'll see him uh, on the island? Yeah, I think we'll see many of these guys on the island. Okay. All right. It's time for the MVP of the episode. Do tell. I'm giving it to Tasha. I think that she is a great bachelorette. I think she's been really respectful of all of the men and especially with all of them opening up to her. I thought she was really receptive of everything and she was being told a lot of deep and serious stuff. And I think she handled it really well and she can be serious with them, but she also likes to goof off and have a good time. And I, I just think that she's making this season so much more enjoyable for me. Can't argue with that one. You know, she's she's a she's got a she's a triple threat. I don't know how many MVPs you've given her so far, but uh, uh, she's putting together quite the season. I agree. I agree. So, do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? I've got a little bit of fatherly advice. Uh, number one, it's okay for guys to shed a few tears. You know, we we had some guys that as they were talking about their their past and some of the issues they've been through, they got a little emotional and that is okay. That's fine. And, uh, you know, there's a difference between shedding a few tears, you know, and, and bawling like, uh, Claire Crawley. So to ball too, we need to get rid of this toxic masculinity. Boys can cry. It's okay. That's what I'm just saying. It's okay. It's okay to cry, you know, I, but trying to avoid the bawling. No, it's okay. Either way. This is my area. Come on. Uh, next piece of advice. If you, if you know you're going to break up with somebody, and, and this, is, this is my theory on the easy situation, don't go out and have fun date night with them first. You know, let's you know, go ahead, pull the Band-Aid off that scab, and you know, let's get it over with. It's sort of, uh, I, I think it's a little cruel to, to drag them through that process. And obviously, easy was 
totally blindsided. Yeah, when when they're walking in, he was asking, "Is this real?" He still couldn't believe it. So um, handle handle your business a little bit better. You might not agree with that one, but that's that's dad advice. That's fair. Uh, you know, uh, last two relate back to our friend Bennett. Uh, you know, don't be an arrogant prick. Don't give someone a book about emotional intelligence and tell them they're a failure on most counts and call it a gift. Not cool. Um, and the way he was dressed, it looked like he had on a suit with tennis shoes and no socks. Yeah. I say, I say no service there. You know, you, you, that doesn't work. Come on, Bennett. You can, you can do better than that. Maybe he was giving away his only pair of socks, uh, with the mustaches on him to, to know. I don't know, but I didn't like the look. I agree. I didn't like the look either. So, so there you go. Use that as your fatherly advice this week. Well, you did well. You, you, I I agree with most of it. Well, that's good because uh, you you need to be listening. Well, uh, you know, I only listen to Dad Law if I feel like it. I've noticed that, you know. So, uh, but I'll I'll keep trying. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we've got for this week. So, join us next week to hear more about Tasha's season from the right perspective and my dad. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.